What's up, everybody? It's Judith I Hope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? I hope everybody's doing pretty good today. Um, yeah, I feel up. I'm not sure why. You know, just like everybody's lives, there's peaks and valleys. Last night, my mom decided she wanted to be up every hour on the hour till about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, that was annoying, you know. And, I mean, her disease is progressing pretty rapidly right now. Um she spent the better part of yesterday evening arranging her snacks. Yeah, she loves Cheez-Its, but she wouldn't just eat them. She had to, <coughs> excuse me, she had to arrange them in some sort of weird OCD order. She's very OCD. And I think because they can't control so many things, they double down on the things they can control. So she spends a lot of time arranging things and um, trying to make things look perfect. It's it's really bizarre. And I, I understand it, but it's like I don't have time to supervise this or give my opinion. You know, I'll be doing something super busy and she'll be like, what do you think? Come look. And I'm like, what are we talking about? And it's like, you know, I rearranged my shoes. Oh, OK, it's it's this disease is just brutal. I don't want it. I don't want anybody else to have it. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just horrible. So you're frustrated as a caregiver because there's so many things it's like you got to be responsible for. And you have this burden of their care. And then on top of that, you got to remember to just be sad. Like, this is your mom or this is your loved one. This is someone you cared about. And, you know. They, their lives are like reduced to these little weird interactions, mostly with themselves. Yesterday, she was really on one. And then, of course, I was like, go to bed. And she's like, you don't have to uh, be up with me. Yes, I do. No, you don't. And I'm sorry you don't like living with me. You can go live somewhere else. And I'm like, I wish I could. You don't know how much I don't want to be doing this. You know, it's it's really, really, really hard. And it makes it takes over your life. It just becomes this thing. It's so, uh, my brother, my oldest brother, my dad's oldest son called it insidious. And I have used that word before, but never for this disease. And it's true because it's insidious. It's immersive. You're completely consumed. So it makes the bad news you get worse because you're a caregiver and it makes the good news, you know, you kind of it kind of just is water off a duck's back because you don't have time to process anything. Everything is moving at the speed of dementia. And I cannot stress enough that dementia winter is coming and you should be prepared. Figure out how your family is going to deal with it if it comes to your home. Because not one it's not just one person who has dementia in your family. The family has dementia. You have to, the whole family has to deal with it. And it's like, this is something, you know, if you don't have a ton of money, you need a plan. You know, who's going to take her in? Who's going to do what? Who's going to do that? And hopefully you'll have a group of people who want to participate or are able to participate in this level of caregiving. This is brutal. Um, and all I keep hearing in my head is trust God's timing, trust God's plan, just trust it. It'll make sense soon. And I'm like, I'm not sure how that's going to happen, you know, and I'm not even uh, being negative. I, I just, 
I don't see what the solution is. But this has been extraordinarily difficult. And I don't want to keep harping on it. I do want to warn you, though, you should be trying to make a plan. If you're younger than I am and, uh, you know, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, the younger you are, the less concerned you are. And I get it. But that doesn't mean you can't have a plan. Discuss these things with your parents so you know what their wishes are. And then realize that there's going to be a point in this disease that it doesn't matter what their wishes are. You just have to do what's best for them. And they're going to hate it. It's just, ugh, it's a lot. And it's like, you know, Christmas is coming. She remembers less and less about what holidays mean this year than she did last year. And she was kind of detached last year, but she's, I mean, you can just see this disease has really gripped her and, you know, yeah, it's sad. It's really sad. Um, other than that, I had a really good year. <laughs> I just, I... You know, there were some, uh, there's some decisive wins. There's some things that still are works in progress. But, you know, despite all of that, I, I ran a very successful Turo uh, business this year. Um, I'm very pleased with the results. You know, I'm looking to get out of my Turo fleet because I have a proof of concept for another business and I know it'll work and I don't need to waste my time on Turo. Um, I don't know how any of that's going to come to a conclusion, but I, I, I do know that, um, you know, that's what I want. So I'm sure something will come up that'll allow me to, to do that and go ahead. And, um, I'm not necessarily trying to run the other business, but I definitely would invest in, and, um, get behind, uh, that business. Cause I know the proof of concept works. Um, so that would be exciting. And that's something when I get a chance, I'll get to work on again. <laughs> um, you know, but first things first, if things go the way I think they're going, which all the universal signals are like, things are about to turn around in a major way for me. And I hope it's true. I really do. I looked at my podcast numbers. You guys are listening and downloading. Thank you so much. Uh, I didn't even remember signing up for this service, but they sent me my numbers for the year. And I was like, oh, okay. People are really finding this podcast and listening to it. And I just couldn't thank you more. I appreciate you so much. It's been an amazing year. I know I've talked a lot about Donald Trump, Kanye West, dementia. And I mean, I would imagine those aren't all sexy topics, but you guys are sticking with me and I appreciate it. Um, but I, I do have, you know, I want people to have a perspective. You know, I had a friend last night, he texted me. And I love this guy. I've known him since he was 18. He used to work for me when he was a college student. And he skews more liberal than I do, which, for the record, a lot of my white friends do. And so he's like, I just, you know, I'm getting sick of Dave Chappelle. And I'm like, ah, that's sacred ground. Listen, I love Dave. David Chappelle is a comedian. And the fact that we are dissecting his thoughts and his feelings this deeply uh, he's allowed to feel how he feels. I don't know why he likes Elon Musk. I don't. I Maybe he's super charming in person. I doubt that, but maybe he is. I don't know. But there is some, nothing about Elon Musk that I like. Now, if I met him in person and he turned out to be the most charming dude ever, okay. But I've never met him. But, you know, Joe Rogan, who's also a comedian, and Dave love Elon. And I think it's just my opinion that I think people uh, confuse wealth with being smart. 
I don't I don't know if if he's uh, smart or not. I know that he has been cunning in the way he's built his wealth, but he didn't build those companies. He didn't build Tesla. He came along with money from some some other project. I want to say PayPal that he had jumped into because he had the resources. Sort of like Jack Dorsey, the homeboy. He's from St. Louis. Good for him. But Jack Dorsey did not create Twitter. He just jumped onto Twitter and became the face of it when it was on its ascension. Uh, same thing with Musk and Tesla. He didn't create Tesla cars. You know, do some research. Some of these people are just the cult of personality. They're not who you think they are. You know, I know people think Kanye is a genius. You know, I've listened to the music he's created. He actually created it. So, yeah, he does have a lot of creativity, but that doesn't excuse him being nuts. And out here, uh, nonstop talking crazy. Somebody still needs to come get him. Um, but at least he, he built his billions. Well, he just set them all on fire, but he also built them. I, Elon Musk didn't build these companies, you know, it's, and it's fascinating. And I think people admire rich people that how else can you explain Trump? You know, he's not exactly a charmer. I don't know. It's, we just live in such fascinating times. So we have so much information available at our fingertips, but people don't care about facts. They only care about how they feel. I've learned that in the last 10 years. That's been a huge lesson for me. People don't care about facts. They only care about how they feel. That's why elections look nuts. That's why someone could can get continuously reelected and they have shown that they're not good at the job. They don't care about the job. They don't care about you and they don't do a good job. Uh, but they just do enough to make people feel like they're doing okay. And that's all. That's enough because people don't care about the facts. They're not going to do any research. They're not going to uh, try to figure out if that person actually is the best candidate. They're just going to vote on how they feel. And uh, that's fucking scary, right? Because people are always in their feelings. They always feel something. You know, no one's ever just like chill and relaxed. And like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be logical and, and approach everything in a logical way. No one's Mr. Spock, right? Everybody's all in their feelings. They write songs about it, you know? So we just live in a time where it looks like everything's so advanced, but it's really very primitive. We're really, uh, you know, back in some very primal behavior just to survive, and so, uh, and social media just inflames all of that. It's very strange. So anyway, I got on Instagram again because I hate TikTok. Because listen, I think TikTok, it is not beyond the pale to think that the Chinese government is literally following every American through their TikTok account. I mean, this is a very, um, yeah, it's a dictatorship. It's a communist country. And they want to destabilize America and Americans. You know, that's what Russia wants to do. That's what they all think their way is the best way. They think people don't deserve a democracy. So why give them freedom? So it's not beyond the pale to think that China is just straight downloading all your content to see what you're doing. And it's and you've given them permission. It's written in their... Uh, you know, their rules. 
whatever you get forgot what you call those things that everybody always has now of course facebook gathers data on you but do i think they feed it to the u.s government i don't think so i don't i they might but i definitely know they feed it to advertising companies because i've run ads on facebook and you can get very specific but you know i don't feel threatened by that the way i do uh, with China taking over my microphone or my phone because I use TikTok and listening to me. I mean, that that's, I don't put it past them to do that. That does not sound like uh, crazy talk. So I don't know. It's just, we're, <laughs> we are headed for a reckoning. And um, I don't know. Eventually we're just going to have to get back to love. Everybody's just going to have to reset to love. You know, life was better when when black people loved each other and being black. You know, with just the thought of harming one another. And I know there was a time, listen, no time is perfect. People are violent. Humans are violent. Um, but I remember growing up in a world where we were more brothers and sisters than N-words. And it was just a vibe. You could go places and not worry about, you know someone having a beef with you, you could go to part. I went to spend my childhood going to parties, you know, on high school dances. And I'm, ne- I want to say never, but many times, most times there was never a fist fight, let alone a shootout. I don't know. We just got to get better. I'm rambling. I don't mean to. I'm excited. We've had a good year. And we've spent it together, and I appreciate your support. I really do. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Like I said, I saw some statistics. And I'm like, whoa, that's pretty good. I have so little time to to really produce the show, and I just I know that this is unsustainable, and I know that things are going to be different for me in 2023. Don't ask me the details. I don't know them, but I do know that we're coming to a a, a line of demarcation. You know, and I there's just so much I can do and so much I can't do. And I know that I wasn't born to just be sort of this isn't it. Right. This is not my destiny. So we'll see. We'll figure it out. Just like you. I'm writing it down for 2023. What I'm going to be. And uh, I did have a good year. Lots of wins. And I hope you did, too. And I appreciate you. And thank you for your support as always and let's just knock out these last couple of weeks in december and uh because you're not gonna get nothing done next week (laughs) nobody's gonna be in the office so like let's just go let's roll let's be our best thanks so much